I know that your time is extremely valuable, so I don't want to burn too much of it today. Uh, but I do want to ask uh, if you hopped on the elevator right now with person X and you're about to go to the top floor of the tallest building and you've just got some time on the elevator and they just say, sir, what last piece of advice can you offer me uh, with regard to balancing my work and my life? Welcome to another episode of Sensation Nation. I am smiling from ear to ear today because one, I get to talk about a topic that I have been trying to get some people to help me help people with. But number two, the gentleman that I have to come on and help me talk about it is someone that I've been admiring for a very long time. So the best of both worlds has come together today. So I am super stoked to talk about the term of life work balance. Trying to figure out that work-life balance is a challenge that most people are still trying to crack the nut on. As a productive member of society, which is what the most of us are striving to be, we're trying to be the best we can in our professional lives, and we're trying to be the best that we can in our personal lives. And sometimes those things get imbalanced and we're trying to line them up perfectly so that we can be the best people in both. And it is a challenge. So before I introduce the person that I'm going to have talk about work-life balance, I'm actually going to read the definition of work-life balance that I found prior to this episode. So when I looked up the term work-life balance, it is the state where a person chooses to equally prioritize the demands of work and career and the demands of their personal life. An individual who lacks this balance has more work and home obligations, works longer hours, and lacks personal time. Now, I want you all as the viewers and listeners to kind of just sit and marinate on that for a second as I introduce the guest that I'm going to have to come on and talk about this work-life balance um, problem that we're having. So General Anthony Cotton. General Anthony Cotton is the commander, United States Strategic Command, Offutt Air Force Base, Nebraska. He is responsible for one of 11 unified commands under the Department of Defense. U.S. STRATCOM is responsible for strategic deterrence, nuclear operations, global strike, missile defense, joint electromagnetic spectrum operations, analysis and targeting, and missile threat assessment. U.S. STRATCOM is comprised of 150,000 soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, guardians, and civilians who operate globally performing the command's missions. The command also provides the Secretary of Defense and President a range of options to deter adversaries and assure allies. That to me sounds like a whole lot of responsibility. And there's only one person that I know that can take it all on and also have a good work-life balance. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, General Anthony Cotton. Sir, welcome to the show. Shooter, hey, thanks so much. And thanks for uh, having me on today. 
Yes, sir. Let, let me tell you guys, you guys see that I am wearing these colors. They're pretty recognizable everywhere you go. And wow. then, then you see on my sleeve here that I am wearing a UNC Chapel Hill shirt. However, if you have not read his bio, uh, sir, would you like to tell them where you went to school? <laughs> there it is. North Carolina State. North Carolina State. For those of you not familiar, the triangle is known for its rivalries when it comes to sports. But I will tell you, uh, I met General Cotton and uh, I told him that I would tell this story and we'll see if he gets to stay in or not. But there I was <laughs> in the summer when it was quiet, when all of my cadets were gone. I was sitting at my desk with some polo, uh, a polo shirt and some khakis on. And in walks, uh, at the time, General Cotton, who I did not know at the time, and his lovely spouse. Uh, he came in. He told me his name, not his rank. He shook my hand, and he said he needed a favor. Uh, there were some performance evaluations that needed to be signed. He passed along some information of someone that would be sending them to me. And not once did he say, I am blah. He didn't put his title in front of it. And I, of course, treat everybody with 100% respect and help people however and whenever I can. I didn't think too much of it, aside from I'm going to make sure this gets done. Then when I had a colonel in 06 call me and to say, I just sent you some stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, if a colonel's calling me about blah, 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 then this is starting, <laughs> you know, and long story short, turns out, uh, sir, I think at that time uh, you you might have been a one star. I think you were there touring the school with your daughter. Um, and eventually we got those performance reports signed. And later, I, I did not find out until later who you were and what position you were working in. And, and, and then on top of it, I think it was about a week week after that, I received a handwritten letter uh, with a coin saying thank you. Um, and sir, I, I just wanted to bring that memory back because I, I know you're, you're very busy with obviously a lot of responsibility, but I just wanted to just recall that story to let you know uh, how much it resonated with me. Well, thanks, Shooter. And, you know, and the rest of that story is you're right. So my daughter did um, um, visit the campus and tour the campus. And yes, um, we were a house divided because uh, I'm paying tuition for a daughter that <laughs> went and graduated from uh, UNC Chapel Hill. So, and, and, and thank you so much for, uh, well, actually those folks that I was able to go get those OPRs written for and signed, thank you for, uh, you know, taking time out to be able to do that for a guy that you had no idea who he was when he walked into your detachment. <laughs> I, I will say I will say I'm glad I did. And, and so with that, sir, that that brings me to uh, the work life balance. Uh, there you are. Even at that time when I met you um, had a high level of responsibility, even at that stage in your life. Yet you were there with your family, uh, ensuring that you were balancing and doing the right things and taking care of your family. So I read that definition of work-life balance at the beginning of this podcast, but in general, no pun intended, what, what does uh, work-life balance mean from your perspective? Yeah, hey, thanks, Shooter. So I'm probably one of the few folks that says there's no such thing as work-life balance, um, especially when you're in, in, in the military. Um, but I guess it would probably um, um, actually probably work towards folks that are in the civilian sector too. And here's, but let me clarify what, what I mean by that. Um, you know, work-life balance would have meant that I wouldn't have taken care of those OPRs during, during the visit, right? Because that's, that's where I get kind of stuck with work-life balance equating to 50-50. Um, and, and I don't think it really is 50-50 time that's given, uh, especially in the, in, the, in the world that we live. 
Um, there are going to be absolutely times where you're going to probably have to give 100% to the mission. Um, but what you want to be able to do, re, to do is recover, mm-hmm. right, and, and recover from that. What I mean by that, you can't you can't go full throttle, just take care of mission, and 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 the family goes and the family is is on the sidelines, or significant others are on the sidelines, or you're you know what you consider um, things that kind of relax you, right? Because you can't you can't just be in that mode all the time. So um, that's that's where I have a problem with the definition when people try to define it as truly, hey, I got to give fifty percent for home for for work, and I got to give fifty for home life. Uh, sometimes it's going to, but at the end of the day, right, I'm thirty eight years in it. I tell you what, I actually kind of jacked it up toward the early time of my career, and we could talk a little bit more about that on how I kind of uh, self leveled, if you will, with the help of others, because I know. Um, we were talking in regards of are there other folks that can influence, and we can talk about that later. But, but that's that's kind of where I am on the on the definition writ large, um, and and we can get further into that as we go on. Yes, sir, absolutely. You know, I I just and by the way, for those that are watching or listening, I only read the first paragraph of his bio. There's a way a lot more uh, that could be read, <laughs> <laughs> and and I would t- I say that to say um, f- whether you are familiar with military or not, uh, everything that I just read. I would imagine sounds like a great deal of responsibility, uh, 150,000 people and just the level of responsibility that you have. Um, I, I know that that is a lot to to handle. But I also, uh, from afar, I also admire the fact that I, I see, I consider myself to be a well-traveled man. However, sir, I think you've got me beat. I, I see that you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're traveling, you're, you're enjoying life, um, you, you enjoy just sitting on your porch or barbecuing or, or, or whatever it may be. And, and when I see that from afar, I go, he is still making time to spend time uh, with himself and, and his spouse. Um, in order for you to be able to do that successfully, and I'll, I'll use that word successfully now, uh, because you mentioned that there might have been some times where it was imbalanced. Uh, are there any indicators that we should look for to, to remind us, hey, this thing's starting to get a little tilted one way or the other? Is there something that as uh, military members or civilian members in the workforce, is there something that we should be watchful for? Yeah, and, and and I learned it the hard way, though. Um, but like I said, I was able to recover. So for me, um, it was literally uh, Miss Marsha, m- my wife, right? So so what I would tell you is um, the folks that are close to you, pay attention. You know, uh, when 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 they say something, um, and 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 I probably didn't pay attention enough um, at the earlier stages, and then it kind of got down to the. Okay, I'm only going to tell you this one more time, right? Um, what is it? Is it the Air Force or is it the family, right? And that's 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 kind of a, a holy cow, you know. I mean, I got to I got to I got to get this right. Um, and and the reason is is because you know even my father who was an Air Force Chief Master Sergeant, you know, and, and he he didn't quite get it right either. And then he kind of was able to kind of self self level toward the end. You know, I, I didn't get a lot of time, you know, hanging out with my with my dad. I was the only child, but, you know, hanging out with my dad and throwing throwing football or throwing a 
you know, the baseball and all other kind of stuff, you know, um, but I did help him. We did yard work together. We, you know, watched the cars and my dad was a big Buick, you know, dude um, before he, before he transitioned to Cadillac, you know, and, (laughs) and, you know, so that's, that's why, you know, I I really like having a nice, nice yard. I like having a nice car Um, as far as being clean, you know, pride and ownership was what my dad would always say, but, but it was all, you know, that was, that was kind of our time together, right? So, so, um, but that was a little later in life, not when I was like a little five-year-old. That was more when I was a more of a teenager when he kind of figured it out. But, but the end of the day, shooter, here's the deal. When you're on your deathbed, you want your family and friends around you, mm. right? Um, it's not going to be the United States Air Force, right? The United States Air Force will have all the pomp and circumstance that, that happens with the funeral itself. But they're not gonna grab your hand when you take your left last breath if you're on if you're on your deathbed, right? Mm. I want that to be I want that to be Marsha and I want that to be my kids around me, right? So I can peacefully, you know, go. <clears throat> so so when she, when she made that remark, I was like, holy cow, you know, that's that's a real thing where she said, okay, what is it, the Air Force, or you know, or, or the family. What's unique about that shooter is that wasn't the first time that I had heard a similar story, and and I had heard this similar story. Matter of fact, it was it was a couple's um, outing. It was with my Marsha and myself, and I won't name the the senior, but a very senior Air Force leader. He and his wife, um, and she brought it up and said the exact same thing, mm. and, and and it's just you know she says, hey, no, I, I gave him an ultimatum. Right. And this person retired as a very, very senior uh, member of the of the United States Air Force and um, has done well. And they're still together, uh, obviously. So. So, you know, my as the listeners think through this, um, when you hear it the first time, take heed. Hmm. Don't have to hear it over and over again, because, you know, unfortunately for a lot of us um, that that don't get that time to 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 figure it out and correct it, um, you might lose your loved one, mm. right? Mm. And you definitely don't want that to happen because you're That's you're right. gonna have to have someone that you know and folks around you that uh, that you can celebrate with, right? The goods Absolutely. and the bad things that happen in life. So so that uh, unfortunately, and I say unfortunate because it took about the it took about the third nudge, right? And I should have paid attention after the first nudge. I like that, sir. You know, for those of you that are listening and watching, you know, pay attention to, to the first the first time that you get some type of sign, whether it be from your significant other or uh, your loved ones, your children, or whatever it may be, even even your health. You know, if there's something that's just kind of, hey, I just don't feel quite right. Listen to your body. Listen to your family. Listen to your friends. Now, sir, we talk about work-life balance, and I know I, I caged it in the very beginning of trying to balance the two, but I also think there may be some art to balancing within each um, each scope, if you will. Um, I will ask you kind of a two-part question. How do you manage? Because I know everyone is vying for your time while you're at work. Everyone's going to be vying for your time when you're at home. How do you balance within the work aspect of it? And how do you balance within the personal aspect of it? So within two different lanes, if you will. Yeah, I think, you know, for every for everyone, especially senior leaders, but to be frank, anyone who has a front office, um, you know, everyone's going to try to manage your calendar. 
Um, everyone wants to be able to kind of fill that white space that's in that calendar. Um, I used to be the guy that used to do that on the, on the other side. <laughs> so, so the point of view of being a ex- you know, former executive officer that kind of understands, you know, how, how you're trying to fill up the, the principal's calendar. So, so I kind of go into this, you know, in all the hands that I've had, um, I go into this saying, Hey folks, you know, uh, I need some time where I can kind of take a break even throughout the schedule and, and, you know, and they that it can't be that critical that um, I get like you know that you literally have to put on a schedule hey you know tell the tell the boss he needs to take a potty break right now I mean that's a little that's a little much but but to be frank I have seen folks that will go into the office and just work you know just schedule their day um, until the end of the day with no time to kind of breathe and take a breath right um, I try to ensure that I tell my staff that, nope, hey, you, you guys are in, in charge of um, making sure people don't cross the moat, but at the same time, um, you have to make it so I have a time where I can kind of um, recharge and reflect. And that might even be, you know, 30 minutes between, you know, a, a couple of meetings as, as opposed to 15 minutes in between a meeting that's gonna go 10 minutes long, long you know, always ends up being 10 minutes you know, longer and then right. you get five minutes, right? So, so just how do, you, how do you do that? And if you can do that, then you can manage, you, you can manage your, your schedule um, a, a little better. Uh, you know, this past week, for example, you know, I, I was gone all week. I was traveling TDY, you know, I was all over the East Coast, uh, got back um, <clears throat> late on Friday. Um, so now I got to catch up. I actually have an office here in in my house where I can on the weekends go and, and, and catch up on stuff. That was part of the reason that we had to kind of rearrange our schedule a little bit because I had something that just popped up even even on a Sunday. So so we kind of work our way through that um, to be able to handle a piece on the professional side. Yes, sir. Now, the second part of your question was how do I do that, you know, on the personal side? Well, like I said, you know, I, I mentioned what my dad kind of, the one thing that I actually hate is the fact that when we went to privatized housing, you know, we don't do uh, lawn work ourselves anymore, right? I actually <laughs> enjoyed that. When I was a wing commander, man, I love just on a Saturday, you know, getting behind that lawnmower and just, it's just me, man. Right. You know, I have my headset on, I'm listening to some music or whatever, and I'm just cutting the grass and no one's bothering me. And, and, and I just have a little bit of me time. And then that would transition into, I, I really do. I mean, I like... You know, I like cleaning up the rides like back back in high school days when then you take a nice clean ride to the park, you know, and, and, and everything. But I mean, it, it really is. It really is. Um, <clears throat> these a Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince uh, summertime for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? No kid. So so I like, you know, that's my kind of me time. And then, as you mentioned, you know. Marsha and I were kind of, we, we, we like, we're foodies and we actually are here in Omaha that have some incredible restaurants where you can kind of, kind of see a lot of James Beard award winning restaurants here in Omaha, Nebraska. But, um, but be able to do that when we go um, and, and visit folks, um, just some me time with our close friends and those kind of, and that kind of resets you, right? And for me, um, that's enough, right, to, to be able to do that. You know, you mentioned um, um, travel. Yes, I was able to do that um, um, 
up until this current job. You know, this current job, I, I probably won't do any traveling until I'm out of this current job. But um, everything will be kind of close to home. But uh, but we enjoy that. And, you know, and and hey, but here's here's what I here's the caveat though. I told Marsha that that you know she shouldn't change you know what she does in regards to having you know going out with you know, you know, with her girlfriends or whoever, I mean, whether it's a European trip or whatever they decide they want to do, don't let me be the one to kind of jack all that up. Right. Just because I have to stay. So um, I'll pause there, but that's, that's just kind of me in a nutshell. I like that, sir, because um, I hadn't really considered that, you know, uh, prior to, you know, formulating our discussion uh, before this podcast. Um, I know that, you know, our our soulmates, our partners, our, our significant others in, in life, uh, we should be locked at the hip. Um, but sometimes that won't be the case. And if uh, one person in, in that relationship is bogged down by by the mission, which I'll talk about here in a second, then doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that the other has to also be bogged down. They've got the freedom to continue to have fun and, and have their own personal balance in life as well. I, I like that yeah. piece of advice. Absolutely. So, sir, early on, you mentioned that um, it should not necessarily be 50-50 when it comes to balancing uh, work and life. And this uh, long debated discussion of people first, mission always, or mission first, people always, which one is the most important? Is it the people? Is it the mission? Uh, I would imagine that at some point, you know, depending upon what's happening mission-wise, it could get a little tilted and a, a little off balance. But then when you get things back um, uh, aligned again, maybe you can kind of say, all right, things are a little slow on the mission front. Let's let's get the morale up and keep the morale up and things like that. What, what are your thoughts on which is the most important, the people? No, I, the think, that, I think, Shooter, you hit the nail on the head, right? I think... I think a successful commander recognizes that it's going to be this way. And, um, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, we've had plenty of, you know, examples of um, commanders who on paper look incredibly well because the mission um, kind of, you know, it, they, they did incredibly well on mission, um, but they left death and destruction in their wake. And what I mean by that is the uh, quality of life of the, the, of the people. Um, you know that's one of the reasons that you know we went we went about changing how we um, write the o, OPRs now and and it and it, it drives success now is also what I call you know that emotional intelligence that comes that comes with being uh, you know commanding officer <clears throat> because it's going to be a little bit of both right it's, it's you hit it on the head there's going to be times where i'm going to you know, i'm going to have to tell the, the the men and women that work under my charge that hey folks it's going to be we're going to have to really really concentrate on this piece right now and this is the mission piece um but guess what you know we'll, we'll balance this out and, and and we'll give folks opportunities to one because i have to right you can't have people full throttle all the time um, but you're going to have to, you know, give them an opportunity to what I would call, you know, kind of recharge themselves as well. You know, reacquaint themselves with with family members if, in fact, you know, we're doing these weird shifts because we have to, right? Yes, because sir. the reason that you're wearing this cloth is the defense of this nation and, and our allies, right? And, and there might be times where that's going to have to call for for you to give, you know, give a hundred percent, you know, in that aspect, and then we'll you know, we'll find time to make sure that. That that you know that we celebrate the 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 effectiveness of what you did when we when we did a hundred percent mission set you know later on down the road. I think that's really really important, and I think um, 
um, commanders need to really, and when I say commanders, I mean, I go, that, that's all we got, a flight commander, right? Not, you know, but, you know, that, that folks recognize and realize that. Yes, sir. I, um, I want to take this opportunity uh, right now um, to make sure that people have a little bit of, a, of time to reflect on, on this great information that you're giving. Because what I hear you're saying right now is there's no secret formula. Like, I can't bring you on this podcast and say, sir, can you tell me the secret formula to, to your work-life balance? And, and it's more of an art than a science. And you have to kind of just weigh what's going on in your life uh, and things like that. And um, from a sustainability type perspective, is it, is it difficult to put a number on it to say this is going to be sustainable throughout my next two years in this job or three years in this job? Or is it still more in that, that art form where I just have to play it by ear and see how things go? Yeah, I think that's really, really important. And once again, I'll go back to what, what I've seen in folks that have been successful. Um, I, think, I think if you turn it all into science, um, uh, it probably won't go well for you. Right. I think there's going to have to be it because that's the human that's the human emotional intelligence piece that 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 goes in, whether it's personally for you or whether it's for the organization in which you're you're in charge of. Right. And that's the, the art piece. Right. That's what makes us kind of special as human beings. And, and, and I think that's going to be really important to to relay to folks that, you know, the way I, the way I keep talking about how this, this work-life balance that kind of does like this, but at the end of the day, you hope kind of balance itself out, um, over the years, if you will, not, not 38 years of just this, Yes, sir. you know, it's been, it's been like this, it's been like this, it's been kind of one year, it may have been like this the whole time, the whole year, right. (laughs) But at the end of the day, hopefully, you know, you can kind of recover. Um, I think that's a, a combination of art and science. Yes, sir. Um, you mentioned 38 years, 38 years of active duty service. Uh, first and foremost, sir, thank you for your service. That is honorable. It is admirable. But I, I would also imagine that it has not been easy. Um, and as you mentioned, some years, you know, it's a little off balance. Other years maybe a little more balanced uh, and things like that. Um, seeing you be on this journey and this path as long as you have, um, to some people, they look at you and go, wow, that is impossible. I don't know how he did it. Um, I appreciate you for coming on and humanizing yourself a little bit to let everyone know that you are a person too. You know, a lot of times we see people in, in senior positions, whether it be military or civilian, and we forget that they are human too. And it's okay to check up up on people as it is uh, to check on people. Uh, so with that, sir, that's a, a very extensive career. Um, if you're willing to share, do you happen to recall a time, a specific time where your life really got imbalanced between that work life aspect? Is there a particular example uh, that you've had to overcome? Yeah, <clears throat> it's probably that one where it was that third you know, that third nudge, right? And that's when I was a squadron commander. <clears throat> and, and um, you know, Marsha was, uh, she had her own career. She was a school teacher at the same time. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you, shoot, I just didn't get that right, man. <clears throat> you know, it's like, hey, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta do this. Um, you know, we're the number one squadron. We gotta do this. I need your help. You know, what, you know, nope, I can't go. I can't do this. I can't. You know, it was, 
man, I look back on it and and kind of go, holy crap, man, who the hell was that guy? Right. You know, but um, but I was that guy. And um, and to be frank, it wasn't an aspiration of of, you know, hey, you know, because I want to be a four star general one day. I'm, man, I'm going to think about that. Right. Um, but um, but it was it truly was I wanted to be the best that I could be. <clears throat> and for some reason, you know, this this nugget of mine thought that being the best I could be was this kind of old model of, hey, so, you know, mama needs to be on your side. She needs to do, what, you know, whatever. And um, and boom. And, and it's not absolutely wasn't true. That's right. um, that didn't have to happen, um, nor should that be the, the, the way we had to, you know, we prosecuted that. But, man, that's what was in my head. But like I said, it was that third nudge. Um, and I don't think I would have had a fourth nudge. Yes, sir. You know, you know look, looking back, you know, on, you know, just kind of reflecting on, uh, yeah, no, I really jacked that up. So that's why you're right. You know, that's why I want to be a little transparent to to the young men and women out there or, any, you know, hell, somebody that's my age to kind of go, you know, you need to pay attention, you know, and, and my failure was I wasn't paying attention, but it was during that time frame. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for for shouting out your spouse. I, I don't know what kind of role I can play in it, but at least it will put you in uh, her good graces when she watches this back later. Because, uh, <laughs> well, maybe she, not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds it is very evident to me that she played a very significant role um, in, in your success in, in in your personal life as well as your professional life. And and what I take away from that is uh, none of us can do it alone. Uh, it, it, it may not be our spouse. It could be our children. It could be our friends. It could be our mentors. And we cannot walk this journey alone. And we've got to check up on each other, police each other, and make this, make sure that we're not going too far on one side of, of the scope than the other. So uh, speaking of work-life balance, sir, I know that your time is extremely valuable. So I don't want to burn too much of it today. Uh, but I do want to ask uh, if you hopped on the elevator right now with person X and you're about to go to the top floor of the tallest building and you've just got some time on the elevator and they just say, sir, what last piece of advice can you offer me uh, with regard to balancing my work and my life? Wow. Okay. So it depends what, hopefully it's a multi-store story building, right? Hey, no, we'll, we'll call um, it the, we'll call it the, the Burj Khalifa. We'll call it the tallest building in the world. <laughs> no, I, I think shooter, uh, like I said, you know, you know, it's almost like everything that that you that you that you hear people talk about. Listen more, right? Listen more, talk less. So what I mean by that is in all aspects of it, right? So for me, um, it was that nudge, right? <clears throat> and that's a listen more. We kind of opened up with this on, hey, so so what are you know what are the signs that tell you that you're kind of out of balance? A lot of times, if you're so far into it yourself, you're not going to be no, you're not going to recognize if you're out of balance. Right. But other people around you will. So um, it's as simple as listening. Mm. Right. So um, I, I think um, <clears throat> what I would tell anyone is listen more. Um, take feedback. Some people say they take feedback, but they don't take feedback. Mm. Um, take feedback from folks, um, because at the end of the day, um, that's what's going to save you. Because there's going to be folks that can kind of see a change in you, a change in your behavior, and change in the way you even kind of react to, you know, to how you respond to when someone says something to you. Because, you know, it's to your point that you said earlier, you know, 
physically, you could be in a different state and not even know it. Um, mentally, um, definitely, you could be in a different state and not even know it. Um, so listen, listen to folks and, uh, and be able to let them in. I love it, sir. I, I really appreciate the the knowledge that you're passing on to to myself and everyone watching and listening as well. So it's been great having you on, sir. And I, I hope this really helps people um, to avoid some pitfalls of uh, imbalanced work-life relationship. Uh, the last thing I want to do, sir, before I let you go is I, I like to end every single episode the same way on a fun, very quick 10-question round of what do you prefer. So, sir, are you ready? I'm ready. Question, question number one, sir. When it comes to tea, do you prefer a sweet tea or unsweet tea? Sweet tea. Sweet tea. Number two, greatest boxer, Ali or Tyson? Ali. Number three, movie, Star Wars or Game of Thrones? Ooh. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Uh, when it comes to fitness, uh, are, you, are you more uh, of a treadmill type of person or do you prefer to get on the track? Uh, treadmill. Uh, libations. Uh, I think I know the answer to this one. Do you prefer neat or on the rocks? Neat. <laughs> nice. Number six, work, telework or in the office? In the office. Number seven, travel, cruise or all-inclusive stay in one spot? Cruise. Number eight, villains, Joker or Darth Vader? Joker. Number nine, I've I've uh, I've seen uh, you at a jazz festival just by circumstance in, in Miami. So this one is in regard to music. Uh, do you prefer live music or pre-recorded? Uh, live, as long as the, the artists can sing live. <laughs> it's, it doesn't always sound the same live as it does in the studio. <laughs> and last but not least, sir, number ten. When it comes to chicken wings, do you prefer flats or do you prefer drums? Uh, oh man, um, uh, flats, flats. It is. <laughs> well, sir, thank you for playing along. Uh, number one, thanks for playing along. But number two, uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on to share information with, uh, with the viewers and the listeners. And, uh, I am very uh, grateful to have, uh, cross paths with you. And, uh, I really appreciate your, your mentorship. Well, shooter, I tell you what, man, you know, I'm looking at you and following your career as well. Um, congratulations to all the successes, um, yeah, even the podcast, but this is just one element of it. Uh, congratulations on your Air Force career and, and where it's taking you. Um, I'm proud. Hey, I'll, I'll be able to kind of sit, you know, in, in that rocking chair knowing, you know, that we have uh, men and women caliber of yourself as an example. Um, so I can have that single malt neat scotch and not have to worry about too much. I love it. Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Listen to the signs. Watch for the signs. Don't allow yourself to get too imbalanced. Balance that work-life relationship. Until next time on Sensation Nation, I'm out.